0: it's Melanie White here with another episode of the Habitology podcast and this is number 15 how to believe in yourself. The beautiful thing about belief is that it helps you to create success in your life. Self-belief is the magical key that opens the door to achieving anything that you want in your business, in your life, in your relationships or anywhere at all. So what is self-belief? What does it look like and how do we get it? That's what this episode is about. Self-belief is a combination of two things. It's self-efficacy, how you feel about your skills or abilities to complete a task, and self-confidence, how you feel about yourself. The self-efficacy part is related to your skills. For example, you might know that you can cook pancakes. You might know that you know, how to assemble an IKEA table, that's self-efficacy. You have confidence that you can do those things. Self-confidence on the other hand is more about your trust in your abilities and judgment when it comes to making decisions or doing the right thing or knowing what to do. It's less about skill and more about who you are as a person. Self-efficacy is one way to build self-confidence but there are other ways and self-talk is a huge part of this. When it comes down to it, really, a belief is just something that you have said to yourself, thought to yourself, repeatedly. It's your mantra, if you like. It's your daily affirmation, positive or negative. If you keep saying to yourself, I hate eating salad, then you probably will always believe that you don't like salad or that you hate eating it. And the same could be true for anything else in your life. So what it is, is a need to change the way you think, but starting with the way you talk to yourself. We'll get to that in a moment, but let's consider the traits of somebody who has a lot of self-belief. Somebody with high self-belief is willing to wing it or take risks. They'll stretch themselves outside their comfort zone to achieve something that they want because they believe that they can do it, Or that it's worth pursuing irrespective of the result. People with high self-belief tend to factualize or normalize things rather than going into a catastrophe downward spiral about what's going on. They go back to facts instead of emotions. They use logic to get there. People with high self-belief feel content with their own behavior. They never feel a need to justify what they've just said or their actions or to back it up with explanation. They're happy just to say something and let it sit. People with high self-belief apologize or admit mistakes when necessary but definitely not excessively. That compares with someone who has low self-belief who is always apologizing and saying sorry. Someone with high self- belief trusts their own opinion and they congrat- congratulate themselves for their wins and successes. They do what they believe is right, no matter what, even if somebody else may not like it or agree. People with high self-belief expect and embrace failure for the lessons it gives them. They know that the journey is going to be rich with experience, both good and bad. And they'll take the best of what they learn from the good, and they'll also learn lessons from what doesn't work, so that they can do better next time. People who believe in themselves are proactive. Instead of feeling like they must wait for somebody else's approval or that they just react to things because they're not organised or planned, people who believe in themselves make plans and do things that will set them up for success ahead of time. They're not held up by perfectionism, they're simply trusting their, their own self and ability to get things done and to meet deadlines. In a person who believes in themselves, there's a difference in where self-worth comes from. If you believe in yourself, then your self-worth is contingent on your own opinion instead of on anybody else or what other people think or say. If you believe in yourself, you have faith and trust. You accept compliments with grace. You wait for others to congratulate you rather than being boastful. And where somebody who lacks self-belief might fear failure, the person who has self-belief may fear or want to move away from stagnancy. They're always looking for new opportunities to become uncomfortable, to stretch and to grow. If you believe in yourself then you feel that you're good enough. It doesn't need to be perfect. And instead of comparing yourself unfairly or unreasonably with others, you might compare yourself favourably with others or against benchmarks, just to measure performance but for no other subjective reason. When you believe in yourself, you're able to judge yourself factually, not emotionally or harshly. You you label yourself positively. You're able to set real goals, achievable goals and even impossible goals because you know that even if you haven't done something before, you have the capacity to do it or at least give it a good go. And when you believe in yourself, you don't need to know the details of the how things will work. You trust that that will unfold through the why. You're not afraid to seek help and to pay for it because you know that if you pay for help, it will get you further along your journey. Or it may not, but that's okay because you've made the decision that you think is right and believe in yourself with that decision. And most of all, overall, if you believe in yourself, then you trust the process you know that things will work out one way or another and that's okay because you're along for the ride. Healthy self-belief shows up in all areas of life. Let's say that you've been on a date and you had a really good time with that person but after a few days you haven't heard back from them. If you don't have a lot of self-belief you might go into a negative spiral like oh maybe I'm not good enough or maybe I did the wrong thing but If you have self-belief, you're probably thinking, oh, perhaps we weren't a match or at least we had a good date or maybe they're busy and we'll get in touch in a few days' time. Believing in yourself is so valuable for success. It looks different for everyone. And my question to you right now is if you could wave a magic wand and get the self-belief you wanted... What would it look like? Think about the areas of life that you feel most self-confident in. How do you know that you are self-confident in those areas? What are the feelings that you get? Some people feel a sense of strength or power. Some people feel proud or a sense of achievement. Those sorts of things give you clues about the areas of life that you feel confident in. And in which areas of life do you feel most competent or skilled? Reflect on that for a moment. Think about all the things that you do and are able to do each day, even down to the simple tasks like operating a dishwasher. Where are you skilled, and how do you know that it's true? Probably because you're able to achieve tasks in a day and if you went down to the minute level of tasks, you'd probably count hundreds of things that you're able to do. So your capacity and capability is perhaps bigger than you thought of. In order to build self-belief there are a number of things that you can do and if you're part of my Habitology membership you'll be working through a booklet this month and choosing from around about 21 different things to experiment with. So I just want to share a few of those with you right now because I think They're all useful and there are some that are going to suit most people and I'm going to pick out four or five that you could try to help you to build confidence or a sense of your skills or both. I think the first one is the most important and it's to recognise and reflect on your strengths. Here's a clue, if you're saying I don't have any strengths or I don't know what they are, then your self-confidence is probably pretty low. There's a website you can go to called VIA, Values in Action, Strengths Test. If you Google that, you'll get taken to a strength survey and it will help you to rank your top 25 strengths in order from greatest to least. The top five are the ones that you want to look at. So if you do that test, VIA Strengths Test, strength survey it might be called online find your top five strengths and then do some writing and the reason that the writing is so important is because when you write things down you're able to see it with your brain your brain taps into what your eyes are doing and your brain absorbs that and encapsulates it more readily so when you have your top five strengths you can write down what each strength has helped you to achieve in your life so far You could also describe two occasions where you've used one or more strengths to overcome a challenge. And you could look to the week ahead to think about two new ways that you would be able to use your strengths on a weekly or daily basis in an area that you're currently finding challenging. For example, let's say that you're studying at the moment and you're finding it difficult to sit down and do the, the work. And perhaps one of your strengths is persistence. And if that were the case, you might be able to use your persistence to help you set goals and create a plan so that you would finish your study and submit your paper on time because you know that you have that capacity to stick with things and be tenacious, even when the going gets tough. Recognising and acknowledging your strengths is really, really powerful in building self-efficacy and self-confidence, or together they're called self-belief. Another one is to set small goals. I was nearly going to say something else but there's actually BAM goals, bare absolute minimum goals and pile up your successes. Because your brain likes to find evidence to support its beliefs, if you want to believe in yourself and you believe that you are capable of things, then you obviously need to start collecting success, right? And by setting bare absolute minimum goals, the tiniest goals you can possibly set, you'll win most of the time or all of the time. And you will feel a thousand times more self-confident than if you set unrealistic, non-specific or too high goals and only achieve a tiny portion of them. So if you're able to set at least three tiny, tiny goals each week, write them down, tick them off and reflect on your success in a journal or a goal sheet, That's going to give you a mounting pile of evidence that you have skills and it will help you to build self-confidence. This is one of the easiest ways to build self-confidence actually is to simply set, achieve and reflect on small goals, BAM goals, bare absolute minimum. That's a really easy one. Another one you can do is to immerse yourself in flow and what that means is to create blocks of time in your week to do what you love and the reason that this one is so powerful is that when you do something that you love to do you're often good at it, you enjoy it, you've invested so much energy and time into it, you lose track of time, it opens up the creative hopeful optimistic part of your brain And it's a wonderful way to build self-confidence and self-belief. So if you could block out a couple of sessions a week to do something creative and in flow that you love, even if it's cooking or gardening or knitting something or drawing a picture or playing a sport, something that you're totally immersed in the moment and not thinking of anything else, stretching yourself, enjoying yourself, feeling challenged, seeing results, that's what you're looking for creating flow is a wonderful way to build self-belief because you have this evidence that you can do something. Another one is to know that something will happen. So this is number four, know that something will happen and this has been something that I created myself and has worked amazingly for me. The thing is that when we're doing something big, like a big project, and we have a due date, and we have an outcome that we want, and we haven't done it before, it's easy to be fearful of failure, or in some cases, success. We've trained, been trained to put all our eggs into one basket and expect that we're only gonna succeed if we get a certain result. And that's kind of fixed thinking, really. So the idea for this one is to say that when you sense that fear of failure or success, to say to yourself, something will happen. Think about it, it's a fact right, something will happen and regardless you're still going to do what you're doing now, you're not going to give up, you're not going to doubt yourself, you're just going to keep doing what you're doing because you want a result and the point of it is you're going to do what you're doing anyway. So by saying to yourself something will happen it kind of negates the emotion around the outcome and it helps you focus on what you need to do right now and there's probably just one more that I'd like to share with you and it's flipping 180 degrees and I love this one it reminds me a little bit of an episode of The Simpsons that I mentioned in an earlier podcast where Homer Simpson for a day did the exact opposite of what he would normally do and all these doors opened up for him. Now it may not be that you're doing the exact opposite But I would invite you to try that, but at least to try thinking the opposite. So when you catch yourself going into that negative downward spiral and to say, I feel miserable, flip it over and say, I would like to feel something else. Saying that you do feel it may not be true, so you need to make it a true statement. So if you identify the negative that you are feeling, you can flip that over 180 degrees and say, I would like to feel something else instead and name what that thing is. So there are a few tips for helping you to develop self-belief and like anything else like playing the piano well or becoming good at painting pictures it requires repetition. I would suggest that you do something every day You could create a success journal or an achievement journal as well. Not just a gratitude journal but a list of things you've actually achieved because that's where your self-confidence comes from. That's that's another one you could do. But anything that you can do daily, weekly, regularly to build up your stock of proof that you are capable, you are competent and you do have the skills and ability to do things, all of that is going to build self-belief then you just have to make a plan and do it regularly okay thanks for listening everyone I'll see you on the next episode bye for now